0: Up, God Speaks, a podcast to help you live life victoriously. I'm Charlotte Barton, your host, and I'll be sharing the Word of God that will speak directly to you to encourage you spiritually and to help you grow and strengthen. The title of this episode is called You Have a Key in Your Mouth. But first, let me lay some uh, foundation. The content of uh, many of my podcasts will be based on dreams or night visions that God has given me throughout many years. Do you ever have dreams? You know, some you may not remember or forget shortly after waking due to, you know, the normal uh, process of the brain of after you wake up, you forget dreams most, most of the time. So some dreams are what I call junk mail. And usually those dreams don't make sense or don't make much sense. And there are also those that you clearly remember or certain parts that you remember and stand out to you. And I have been a dreamer uh, most of my my life, it seems, but I, I did not realize the significance of them or that God was showing me things and, and speaking to me through them until my adult years you know at which time I started writing my dreams in journals. I am not an exception you know for God giving me such dreams and he desires to speak to all of us and tries to but we we often are too busy or we pay or to pay attention you know to to the dreams or, or we disregard them as junk mail. And the Bible is clear uh, all throughout all throughout the Bible that, that God spoke to people through dreams. You know He gave them guidance, instruction, warnings, encouragement, prophetic word and so on. And in job chapter 33 verses 14 through uh, 16, it says, "For God may speak in one way, or in another, yet man does not perceive it in a dream, in a vision at, of night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds. Then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. So to, to br- briefly explain uh, the difference between dreams and, and night visions, dreams are often in parable form. Like parables, and they may include a message that is embedded within. And night visions uh, may also include parables, but often include more clear to the point content, you know, plus often includes words or phrases or lengthy words, um, a specific word given by God either in a visual message or in an audible message. And a night vision can even include a a visitation from the Lord even. So also um, keep in mind that God will oftentimes insert even a small dream portion in the middle of a junk mail dream. And you may wake up sensing there is a significance to that portion it is always important to write your dreams down or save them in a digital document of some sort to, to seek God regarding and to pray about it. And sometimes God will reveal the meaning immediately or soon thereafter, while sometimes he may not reveal the meaning until years later. And I've had both happen to me. So also uh, keep in mind that not all symbols within dreams or night visions are the same for each person. The meaning or revelation or something, uh, it may have different meaning or symbolisms to another person. What God may speak to or show one person may have a different meaning or revelation to another That is why all dreams and visions should definitely be prayed about and asked, asking God for, for revelation. But there are, uh, common symbolisms with such, you know, with such as objects, animals, fish, insects, numbers, places, rooms, you know, buildings or people, body parts, uh, colors, vehicles, directions, medals and, and other things. And many are revealed through the Bible. Please be careful regarding searching about dream interpretation content online or in books to purchase. Much is based on New age belief or is secular. And make sure that you research the source and that it is Christian and scripture-based. Satan will certainly try to distort the truth any way he can. So please use caution and seek God about it in prayer. When I share my dreams or night visions in a podcast, I'll give you the revelation and word that God showed me and placed on my heart to speak publicly. Just know that oftentimes God also gives me a specific private message or revelation that is for me personally, which I most likely will not share publicly. And with that said, let's get started with the core content of this podcast episode. To begin, I'll share a dream and a night vision that I had, which were connected And they were each given in in two consecutive nights in a row. In the dream, my mom, she was there with me. And I felt something in my mouth. And with my pointer finger and thumb fingers, I grasped the object in my mouth and pulled it out. It was a golden key. I put it in a small Clear case to keep it safe because I knew it was important. And that was the end of the first dream I want to talk about. And in the second dream, the next night, I saw something sort of like a bulletin board for display a large, uh, cream colored, uh, rough looking canopy type cloth. It was like a sackcloth that you hear of in the Bible. It was stretched out over a large area of it. And I inst- instinctively knew that um, there was supposed to be live insects and butterflies on it. But there were not any. And I thought to myself, oh no, you know, it's hopeless. It's, it's empty and there's nothing there. And then the Lord said to me, he said look again but closely and then I, I looked again but closer and I saw many small insect eggs behind the cloth it was like I had special vision to see through the cloth and I then noticed a small hole in the center of the cloth which was revealed to me that it was a keyhole. And the Lord then said to me, They will come forth at the right time. I have made a way for them to come through. They are all special and unique. And that was the end of that dream I woke up. And I woke up with the understanding that the previous night's dream revealed the key that fit in the keyhole. The word that God dropped in my spirit regarding these dreams, that the dream in the night vision, was this. Did you know that you have a key in your mouth? God desires to use that key for not only breakthrough in your own life, but also to set captives free To help them grow to maturity in Christ and to live life victoriously. It is a particular key that will only fit in the keyhole that will set certain captives free and help them to grow to maturity in Christ. And as God places us all in different places on this earth, God connects us to different people and provides different opportunities to to reach various people and and to have have been uh stri- we've been strategically placed where you are each one of us and and the time that is is defined, div- divinely appointed for such a time as this I cannot use your key. You cannot use my key. And what God gives to each of us to speak to others is unique. How he uses each of us to encourage and and help others is unique to what God assigns to each and every one of us. Your mouth contains a key to the liberty of those whom God has placed in your life or in your path. And Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 of the New King James Version says this: The spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has set me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, And the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Regarding this portion of scripture in Isaiah 61, 1, it's speaking of Jesus. And as a child of God, you have received the Spirit of the Lord within you when you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. You are to follow in the footsteps of Jesus as He is your example for ministering to others. You are anointed. You are appointed and qualified to minister to those around you who are hurting and struggling or discouraged. You do not have to be a pulpit preacher to minister to others. You are called to proclaim the Word of God and to minister to those within your, your own personal world. And the doors that he chooses to open for you. Even if it's at a store. At a doctor's office. In your home. At family gatherings. Wherever it may be. You may say, well, what if I'm one of those ones who need to be ministered to? Then I would say that that you should proclaim God's word over yourself. Just as you should to others. And, and you can also seek out someone to help pray and talk with you if needed and i'm one of them that you can reach out to and contact if you need, if needed you must proclaim liberty to the captive and the opening of the prison doors and opening their eyes to the truth of god's word and love because there are so many that are blinded to the truth of the gospel and they don't even realize it you my friend have a golden key in your mouth. It is a special key and a precious key. You have a word to proclaim to others and you have a word to proclaim in prayer. The word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, according to Hebrews 4.12, and it needs to come forth out of your mouth for the glory of God and to touch lives including yourself. That key is words of wisdom and truth of God's word. The key in your mouth is valuable and represents the righteousness and the glory of God. You don't need elegant words. You just need a willing heart and the love of Jesus. You just share his love what He places on your heart, and even Scripture as needed. You hold the key that opens the door for someone to be set free from bondage, to be saved, to be encouraged, to experience God's love. And you may not feel like you do, but but you have within you the knowledge, the wisdom, understanding, authority through Jesus And the ability to release and speak forth the important word at the times that God gives opportunities. As well as during prayer, your prayer times, because our words spoken into the atmosphere and the spirit realm, they are powerful. Maybe you feel inadequate. That is a lie from the enemy. The Holy Spirit is all the help that you need. You open your mouth to speak and declare, and God will fill it and give you the words to speak in due season. He is calling you to rise to the occasion. It is time that you get out of the rut you often find yourself in. There are souls weighing in the balance. Lives that you are destined to reach and minister to. They might even live in your own household or your family, or they might be across the United States, or even internationally. These perilous times that we are living in, it is a quick landslide to the second coming of Jesus Christ. And we must be about our Father's business before it's too late. You must symbolically put on the sackcloth of mourning and sorrow, repentance, and stand in the gap and intercede like never before for others that God places on your heart or crosses your path with or for even your family and your friends. When it seems that all is hopeless in the lives of others or even your own, when it seems so empty or void of life. And when you feel so empty inside. When that situation seems lifeless and, and nothing left to hang on to. It's just empty. The Lord says, look again. But look closely. Look with your eyes of faith. Not with your natural eyes. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, according to Hebrews 11.1. 1. And when your circumstances look hopeless, but God, that person you need to minister to may seem so far into worldly living and bound by Satan, but God, you or that person you minister to may have just $50 in the bank account. But a $200 bill is due, but God, you or someone you love or are to minister to may have gotten a bad report from the doctor, but God, my God shall supply all our need and we serve a miracle working God. And sometimes he chooses to quiet the storm and sometimes he chooses to quiet the person through the storm. Regardless, God is at work on your behalf. There are some who are in an insect state, like an insect egg state, like a cocoon. In a cocoon, needing to grow in maturity and and to be transformed through the power of God. The cocoon stage is like It's not a bad place. That. Sometimes it's tight. But it's not. A bad place. Because there. That's where God. Grows your faith. That's where God does all the beautiful work. As he creates. That beautiful butterfly. Strengthens your wings. As they are trying to emerge. God is working. On behalf of them. Dealing with them. Softening their hearts. Preparing them for the right time. Each and every one of them that's in a cocoon stage. That you need to be ministering to. Or sharing the love of Jesus with. They're in this cocoon and God is working on them. He's strengthening their hearts. He's touching them. He's preparing them. Softening their hearts. Preparing them for the right time. When you will place your key in that keyhole and release them to freedom through your obedience to God. So don't let the enemy lie to you saying that they won't listen to you. Oh, but they will hear the word that God has spoken and he will speak to you and through you. God's word will not return void when it's given in love and through God's direction and authority in Jesus Christ. God has made a way for them to come through at the right time. He has already made a way. It's all in God's perfect timing as well as our obedience to God. But remember also that the key that is released from you may also be in your prayer time with the Lord in that private prayer closet or during corporate prayer together with the church. But mighty things happen when we proclaim the Word of God over those you know, we are praying for or over, even over ourselves so, so, God may need you to speak directly to individuals, or He may just need you to call them out in personal prayer time. And, and God will do the rest to touch and transform lives. Regardless of which method God prompts you to release the key from your mouth, God will make a way. And just like a course that I've, I've heard many times He will make away. There are people bound in a prison they cannot seem to escape. You know, the lid is tightly sealed and, and they feel like it is hopeless and even may feel like they are suffocating in life. But sometimes uh, people do not see the prison that holds them. They may not understand why they cannot escape and experience freedom. You must be obedient to God and remove the lid to others or or maybe even for yourself by sharing the love of Jesus and the living word of God with them as God directs you. God needs you to guide others in the right direction to freedom. Their freedom is awaiting. Your obedience is vital and you must value the word of God as very important and to guard it, protect it and use it wisely but don't leave the key hidden away and unused. Your mouth contains the key that needs to be actively used for the glory of God as well as at strategic moments to release victory and remember, that includes during the time of your personal or, or corporate prayer time. Now, unfortunately, sometimes our mouth is too active. <laughs> our mouth is not to be used actively in a non-Christian or hurtful manner. And some use the Word of God in condemning ways. You must be careful what, you know, with what comes out of your mouth and not misuse or misquote God's word or or what he instructs you to share with others nor speak in an unloving way so we must watch our mouth and our words and ask yourself what's coming out of my mouth to others is it a key to their freedom or is it hurtful, gloomy, discouraging, condemning words Your words are powerful and speak life or death into a situation and to others. And Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And it's shown all throughout the Bible how things are transpired through spoken word. God spoke this world into existence and when miracles were done, Words of faith and the Word of God were spoken. When you were born as a baby, God breathed life into you. And as a child of God, the Spirit of the Lord resides within you. So when you speak forth God's Word, it's as if the Lord is breathing and speaking through you. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. If you speak things contrary to the word of god and say hurtful things you grumble or complain speak negatively or or gossip it grieves the holy spirit because we are his temple are we perfect by no means none of us are perfect but you must repent and be watchful of what comes out of your mouth because You hold a key to the freedom of others around you. They don't even have to be around you or in close proximity. Your words are spoken into the spirit realm. And there are no restrictions to time or space in the spirit realm. It's like an intercontinental ballistic missile to target anywhere on the earth. As well as targeting not only things in the, the current time, but also what is yet to happen in the future. Regarding the power of that key in your mouth, the Word of God shows us such in the following scriptures. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 31 through 32. The New Living Translation says, <clears throat> The mouth of God, sorry, the mouth of of the godly person gives wise counsel but the tongue that deceives will be cut off the lips of the godly speak helpful words but the mouth of the wicked speaks perverse words Proverbs chapter 12 verse 18 the New International Version says the words of the reckless pierce like swords but the tongue of the wise bring healing Proverbs 15 verse 4 of the English Standard Version says a a gentle tongue is a tree of life but perverseness in it breaks the spirit Proverbs chapter 25 verse 11 in the uh, New American Standard Bible says like apples of gold in settings of silver is a word spoken in right circumstances. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 the New International Version says Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. Matthew 12 Verses thirty six through thirty seven, the English Standard Version says, "I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned." Proverbs, chapter eighteen, verse four, the English Standard Version says, "The." Words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a bubbling brook. I would like to end this first podcast with um, encouragement. To allow the powerful life-changing, life-giving key to come forth from your mouth. To change lives. and, And to not tear them down. And to use that key to release breakthroughs in your own life as well. And you have the key within you to speak life into that which seems hopeless. In Ezekiel chapter 37, we see that that the, the Lord sat Ezekiel down in a valley of dry bones. It certainly looked hopeless. Have you ever felt like you've been placed right smack dab in the middle of a valley of dry bones in your life? I've been there. Well, the Lord tells Ezekiel to prophesy. Prophesy to that situation that is dead and dry and looks hopeless in the natural world. God tells him to prophesy life into those dry bones. He obeys the word of the Lord and releases that key from his mouth. And the miraculous happens. So proclaim God's word and release healing and life-giving words. You are his mouthpiece. God wants you to see how valuable and important that key is in your mouth. God desires to save, set free, deliver, heal, encourage, and to bring forth life because God has already made a way. Just remember you have a key in your mouth. You are invited to check out my website at VictoryBattlePlan.com for encouragement, resources, and teachings and downloadable content. Until the next podcast, remember to listen up as God speaks forth His His living word to you daily. You are the air I breathe. You are the strength that need Lord. You are.